0: This is an RNZ podcast. All right, we'll get back to the phones in just a moment. Time now is 10 minutes past six. This is News Talks ZB breaking news. Um, this is tragic. This has just come through from Waihee Beach tonight. Police have just sent out a message to say that one person has died this afternoon following an incident at Waihee Beach. Emergency services were called about. Ten past five after reports of a woman being injured in the water. Initial indications suggest she may have been injured by a shark.
1: That was News Talk ZB back on the 11th of January with genuinely shocking news. In a normal news-starved summer's gone by, the mere sighting of a shark anywhere near shore somewhere was enough to make front-page headlines and lead broadcast news bulletins nationwide. But not in the summer of 2020-2021. Just ten minutes earlier that day, News Talk ZB's six o'clock news bulletin began like this.
0: America and the world is struggling to make sense of the surreal scenes of violence in Washington D.C. today.
2: I can't frankly believe there are still Republicans tonight siding with the people who stormed the Capitol, who are wearing animal pelts and horns and scaling down the walls of the U.S. Senate. It's absurd.
1: And that weirdness in Washington and the fallout from it led the news worldwide for days. But with our election done and dusted last October and COVID-19 apparently under control here, things were a lot calmer by contrast in Aotearoa. Though, a bit like in the US, there was some anger directed at a long-established institution in the capital, RNZ, back on Boxing Day.
0: Well, in this hour, I have a concert for you featuring Dale Bowling Club, a jazz hip-hop collective, founded by rapper and main songwriter Tom Scott...
2: Milking the monarchy tongue over as if Parliament's a party that a man's DJing at. But I ain't playing that. it. I jumped up in the Uber and told the party to take me back home.
0: That was Avondale Bowling Club, recorded live at the power station back in August 2019. And judging by the texts, some of you absolutely loathed it and others loved it.
1: While that anger went unnoticed overseas, New Zealand's reputation as a safe haven in the world didn't. Charlie Brooker wrote it into his Netflix retrospective mockumentary Death to 2020 in the character of a tech billionaire called Bark Multiverse.
2: I realised our whole world could collapse into chaos and disaster, and here's me, one of the richest people on the planet, in a position to actually do something about it. As soon as she finished speaking, I hit the phone, got my people to buy a mountain in New Zealand, had it hollowed out, and here we are in my survival bunker.
0: Don't people call you selfish?
2: I don't know. It's soundproof.
1: Now, also in death to 2020, there was a Californian soccer mom called Kathy, who was a sponge for political and medical misinformation on the platforms run by the real US tech billionaires.
2: Well, someone from my PTA WhatsApp group uh, shared a link to a documentary which um, proves that George Soros created the virus in a Chinese lab uh, so that Bill Gates could make a vaccine out of microchips and control us all like we're in a video
1: game. And while that was just a joke for a comedy programme, you only had to tune into Summer Talkback Radio here for a short time to hear how online nonsense is swaying people in New Zealand in real life as well. Here's Rosemary, for example, telling Talk ZB's Tim Roxborough what was in her Facebook feed about that turmoil in Washington.
2: Antifa being violent, they were on the left. Yeah. Black Lives Matter. You yeah, Antifa it's did not the, storm, well, another, they did not not storm minute, the did Hang on a
1: minute.
2: That's your opinion because you're... No, that's a fact. And, yeah, hang on, hang on. There's been a lot of violence on the left as well. Antifa were injuring people and smashing No, they things. weren't.
1: And soon after that, octogenarian Roy rang in with his tips from YouTube. For the first time in my eighty years, I'm quite quite scared about what. Well, this this uh, censoring our freedom of speech. There's a guy on the um, the YouTube called History Debunked. People yeah. should listen to him. Yeah. It only takes five minutes. Okay, good on you, Roy. People relying on social media for their information is a problem that's clearly not going away. But for most of us here in New Zealand, it's been a peaceful and COVID-free summer so far. And lately, talk radio hosts have been returning from their holidays, giving thanks for all of that. And unlike almost any other developed country in the world, we are largely COVID-free. We have not had a case inside our borders for two months, which is just remarkable. So what are we doing? We're doing what New Zealanders have done for years, we're enjoying summer. Sean Plunkett on the Magic Talk station, and so was Magic Talk fill morning host John Banks.
2: We are pretty blessed, aren't we? Gratitude is something that comes to mind.
1: Though for this fundamentalist Christian, none of his gratitude was for the government or the experts.
2: We are grateful. I believe it's an act of God, not the government, an act of God that has saved us from the terrifying ordeal that the UK citizens have unfolding all around them. It can't just be Jacinda Ardern and the Labour government. It has to be an act of God.
1: Well, God didn't save John Banks from an undignified early exit from the magic talk station, as we'll hear later in this programme. And with things going so well in New Zealand, John Banks reached for other topics to fill the holiday talkbag void.
2: I don't think uh, that people teach kids how to eat food any longer do they i mean i've seen some of these brats eating food you see them in these uh, fast food restaurants so uh. most people that most young people these days don't even know how to use a knife and fork properly so how would they be able to teach their kids how to eat food properly i see them they put big amounts of food on their plates and they chew it off the fork have you seen that
1: now I don't know about John Banks' parents, but mine taught me that the fork was actually what you're supposed to use to get the food from plate to mouth, and they didn't call other people rats for the way they ate. Now over at Rival Station News Talk ZB the same day, they were also counting their blessings on COVID-19.
2: Fierce debate. Fair opinion. It's Kerry MacGyver mornings on News Talks ZB.
0: All that nonsense going on in the States last week, it looked like it was shaping up to be 2020 redux. But if we focused on what was happening in this country, it was a glorious summer, made all the more glorious by watching and hearing
1: stories of the lockdowns in other parts of the world. And for News Talk ZB's Kerry MacIver, it was personal. Her family in London had just got back home through managed isolation.
0: Like literally, it's it's heaven on earth. And their friends back in London cannot believe the lifestyle the family is enjoying here. We are in a very privileged position. Obviously, we want to keep it like that.
1: It was a bit of a change from a year ago when she was bullishly telling her listeners this. The
0: news and
1: you. coronavirus does not concern me any more than any other flu does. I would happily travel
0: to London tomorrow. I'm hazarding a guess that it's the reaction to this latest virus that will cause the most damage rather than the virus. Now we're
1: talking. And last July, Kerem Kiver didn't approve of the strict measures that made the heavenly summer possible.
0: Chances are we've already had COVID in the community. The public health system wasn't overwhelmed. The few ice skating rinks we have in the country weren't filled to the ceiling with corpses. It's reprehensible bullshit that's coming out of this government.
1: Anyhow, by last week, with her own family safely home, Kerry McIver was on the warpath over the government fast-tracking some entertainers stranded in Australia.
0: So it really galls me when I see the Prime Minister saying she will look at finding a
1: practical solution to getting the bloody Wiggles into the country. But while some believe the Wiggles gigs must go on, Kerry McIver's ZB colleague Martin Devlin was angry that the International Olympic Committee seemed determined that the 2020 Olympic Games must go on as well, even though we've already run out of 2020. I want to hear the International Olympic Committee once again just blow hot air up the idiocy of still holding the Games when the whole world is in the grip of a pandemic. The irresponsibility of thinking that getting every country on earth together in one place right now is the best thing for world health and preventing the spread of this plague? That's your plan? Good old ICCA, eh? money grubbing, trough sucking, gravy train oozing bunch of self entitled twads. Now there, an emotional Martin Devlin briefly mixed up the IOC with the ICC, the governing body of world cricket, which is not big in Japan, and not to blame for the Tokyo Olympics. But last March, Martin Devlin was less concerned about what he now calls a plague. I don't believe it's a pandemic. A pandemic killed almost 100 million people at the end of the First World War. That's a pandemic. Being a talkback host, it seems, means never having to say you're wrong or sorry, unless you're John Banks, as we'll hear later. Now, last weekend, ironically, it fell to Martin Devlin to break the news to ZB listeners of the first COVID case in the community since November, a task he seemed to relish. I love when this happens. Give me the sting! This is Talk ZB Breaking News. And I get to read it and pretend that I'm into it. It's a kind of news guy. In all seriousness, health officials are responding to what is believed to be a probable new case of community transmission of CV-19 in Northland. And that night, News Hub at 6 summed it up like this. The thing we were all dreading has finally happened again. And few among us would have more reason to dread more COVID in the community than the nation's reporters and editors. The news media had a fraught 2020 doing essential work while others stayed home and copping criticism for the public while covering a crisis, which also threatened to extinguish their jobs and put their employers out of business. So spare a thought for them if we have another outbreak. And the anti-vaccine conspiracists in Whangarei that night were thinking of them last Sunday while they heckled News Hub reporter Madison Reedy and held up signs behind her during her live cross saying things like media lies and news grubs.
2: And it does seem that people are getting the message to come out and get tested in this area. This has been pretty busy with cars queuing up behind me tonight. Although, as you can probably see, not everyone is convinced. Madison Ready live from Whangarei.
1: Now that day, it was a year almost to the day that New Zealand's first ever case of COVID-19 was announced back in 2020. Prompting a panic buying of toilet paper and pasta in Auckland and the front page Herald headline, Pandemonium. So one year on, we've learned from that, haven't we? I've seen
0: uh, supermarkets already, shelves, lost um, toilet paper again, really. It just um, it doesn't make any sense.
1: Oh dear. Whangarei's Mayor Cheryl Mai on Morning Report last Monday. Well, people in the north are currently anxiously waiting to see if the latest cases have been isolated or not, and if mass testing in the area picks up any more infections. A reminder that we may have crushed the curve in 2020, but the virus is still out there in 2021.